This is an Area Code podcast. You're listening to Table of Malcontents, where Aaron Armstrong, Dave Schrader, and Scarlett Hildebeidel talk about the books they love and a few they really don't to help you be a better reader. Hey everybody, welcome to today's episode of Table of Malcontents. I'm Aaron, and with me as always is Dave. I'm Dave. You know who we don't have with us again? Who do we not have with us again? We don't have Scarlett with us today. She had some stuff she had to do. She has had, yeah, yeah. She's 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 had stuff. Yeah, yeah absolutely. She's had stuff. She's had legit stuff this week. This isn't us just teasing. Uh, but uh, yeah. Yes. In in the middle of a crazy election week <laughs> or year within a week, as we like to call it, or something like that, she has had her own version of a year. So yeah, pray for Scarlet yeah. and yeah. enjoy. She's been open on this on social media, so y'all just go to her page and follow what's going on. But yeah, she's uh we miss her. She'll be on, I'm sure, next week and the week after. So we oh, got yeah. some fun stuff ahead. Yeah, we'll have a good, great time. But, you know, because no one likes to hear just the two of us talk, um, except for people, except for like Richard. He likes it. But uh, I love it. That's what I'm here for. There we go. There we go. Yes, that's I'm right. sorry. I'm, have... I, see, I ruined it. It was great until I spoke. No, this so, is what we do. We're very yeah. professional here. We have, uh-huh. we have, so. I know we have Rich, Richard Clark, uh, aka Rich Clark. I don't know why I just feel like just doing that. Rich. Thanks, <laughs> Dieter. Good job. Who's, who's our guest in the show? And we're Zoom bombed by a homeless person from central Illinois, um, Nick Reinerson, who has also been on the podcast before. We're just calling him homeless right now just because we love him. It's the beard and the hat. It's the bean. It's the I'll give you my Venmo. I know. I love, <laughs> I love it. He's got the vibe, folks. So you're not going to, as you're listening, I just need to describe this guy because he's awesome. He's so awesome. He's wearing the cardigan. So imagine like the dude from Big Lebowski. All right. He's got the full out beard right now. I mean, like thick beard. Like, like I, I almost said something, but I'm not going to. So I'm just going to leave That's probably the, for the best. The Dave. beanie's got, no, no, he's got the college dorm. Uh, <laughs> he's got the uh, the guitar in the background, which I love. And uh, what else? We got albums in the background. Nick, you're going to have to tell us what uh, which albums are, are behind you, too. Well, yeah, let me, I'll tell you about my, my select. I've got some mint that's drying behind me, giving a nice little aromatic vibe to the office. Mm-hmm. That's what's hanging up over by my guitar. The records on the wall. The, uh, the all white one. Everybody thinks it's the white album. It's not. It's uh, it's an original copy of Great White Wonder, which is a, a Bob Dylan bootleg from '69. That was one of the first like mass-produced bootlegs uh, in rock and roll. So it's very nice. cool. Above it, I've got two Blind Lemon Jeffersons, old Texas Blues '78s. So I could keep going, but I won't. It's not as cool with uh, when you're just listening on audio. Okay. Well, still. Well, I'll say this, uh, Nick Reinerson. Uh, my youngest daughter Ainsley, who's eleven, guess which band she really likes. It has to do with that airplane above you. She liked Dawes. She loves Dawes. Oh, I love that. She's eleven, and I've just like put it on, and she she's like, Dad, I want to listen to Feed the Fire again, and she'll like keep going there. I know it's it's pretty. Cute. That's a real. That's a really good band for like an eleven year old kid. Like they're just really sincere and sweet. Yes. I love that. Yes, there you go. So I think of you every time, and then not in a weird way, just oh, okay. just in a music way, whatever that means. Richard, got start really talking weird or something. And uncomfortable so right now. <laughs> Rich, you want to start a new podcast with me? We'll get rid sure. Of these guys. What's about? I don't know. What, even what know you want? Well, we got to figure that out. <laughs> All right, we'll okay. talk about that later. <laughs> it feels like it should be a dad joke podcast or something. I think we could do. Th- I think we can handle that. I'm uh, I'm I'm pretty handy with a dad joke. <laughs> cool yeah nice so so guys it has been a while since nick has been on the show um you know i think was the last time that we had you on when uh when when we were tied tied together with cords walking through mckay's (laughs) i remember that episode that was a that was one of the weirdest most fun experiences i've had in a really long time yeah we had a great we had a tethered microphone and we were walking around looking at books talking and uh we almost tripped a couple times. We got yanked apart a few times. It was, but overall, I would say pretty successful. That's right. And the holding hands was by choice. So, mm-hmm. no, that was yeah. fine. <laughs> it was weirdly fun to listen to. There was something about that 
that was really engaging to me. There was a bit of whimsy about it. Yeah. 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 It was very much a McKay thing to do. It's like it's really a, like the most busted podcast for the most busted store, and I love it. <laughs> I mean, it's fit. We'll have to do that again when uh, you know social distancing isn't required anymore. Yeah, I don't um, think you can social distance with that. No, yeah. no, I well, didn't. My cords were not long enough. Okay, first of all, though, I've been in McKay, uh, McKay's post, or I guess, I don't know, I guess during COVID. <laughs> we're not post COVID. We're during COVID. <laughs> And there is no distancing in there. I mean, not at all. No. I mean, even the lines. I mean, everything. Like, it's people are like piled on top of each other. It's, it's, yeah. Everyone's hoping those masks actually are, are covered in disinfectant or something. Something like that. Yes. Yeah. But I have a lot of credit I need to use up there. So uh have to make a trip back. Yeah. Nick, whenever you visit again in 2053, when we all can get together again, um, we will go to. McKay's hopefully on hoverboards and flying cars. I don't know what, what, Do you what think what's going to happen. Cars will actually be ready by then. No way, man. The airspace limitations are going to be so hard. Like we're going to have to deal with land transportation. Cause like it just the, like aircraft, air traffic control right now is so up in the air and like, you're not going to be able to trust regular people with air travel. No way. Sorry. That's fair. So That's do my you hot think... take on flying cars it has nothing to do with the technology. It's all about the logistics. So how much extra push can Jeff Bezos and um, Elon Musk give to this to make it happen? That's what I want to know. And Bezos could probably do it. I mean, anything. He's got he all the money, like literally I'm, all the money. I'm literally surprised he hasn't like taken over a country yet or like, Institute of Coup in like Guatemala, like the banana companies used to do in the fifties. Maybe he's I would be surprised that. if he did that. Personally. You would be. That's my hot take. It, my hot take is it would be surprising if Bezos took over a country. <laughs> you know what's sad about twenty twenty <laughs> is that like that is like oh wow that is slightly controversial. You're being very level headed there. <laughs> that's, that's right. That's right. Um, but you know what's been really fun in 2020 has been, um, you know, as everyone has has gone crazy conspiracy theory e. Um, it's been really fun at my house, at least, to um, just turn perfectly normal, reasonable things into conspiracy theories, just by beginning a statement with "consider," <laughs> and then continuing on with like a slightly nefarious take on a normal activity <laughs> so, i love it i love I'm gonna, it i'm gonna use that in everyday conversation now. you absolutely the most should. normal weird not i guess not weird thing <laughs> no consider guys speaking of speaking of conspiracies i'm halfway through uh the book rebecca by Ooh. daphne demure i think but um, Hitchcock did a film of it, but it is it got some real conspiracy vibes. Like it's just getting creepy. Um, highly recommend. It. I think it's from like the 30s. It's like a very very British. Um, mm -hmm. There's just a Netflix movie on it, but um, about this woman who marries an, an older man, and, and they live in this like British castle, and things just get like a little more ominous as they keep going. Like I said, I'm only like I'm like 250 pages into. 400 page book but it's just it's just it's getting more hitchcockian as we go on so we'll see if there are any conspiracies that come there nick nice. how do you how do you find out about these books you you've always got an interesting like uh book you're reading most of the time that's like that's not in like a typical review section of a paper or something or i don't know online i don't know so, so that one was actually recommended to my um a friend of mine, our, uh, our project manager, Treasure, she really oh. she picked the book. And I'm like, oh, yeah, it's, okay. I had a copy of it. So I'm like, all right, I might as well pick it up. Like, yeah, it was, uh, it's just kind of like a 20th century classic. One of those that I think I got somewhere for like 50 cents. And um, I was like, oh, yeah, I should, I should check that out. Nice. I like Treasure more already. She's tight. Mm. <laughs> there we I go. I love it. There we go. See, you know, you could have continued on the conspiracy theory theme and said you know i found it on the dark web but uh Ooh, i don't know how to use the dark web no how does one find the dark web exactly i don't know it's dark it should be hard right yeah do you like you just google it, it? <laughs> you google it google it if you just search for dark web and then you go down you have to click on the article and the article will say here's where dark web is and then you just google that <laughs> <laughs> that's fantastic that's i love it. it i've i've done it 
That's have you been on got, the dark uh, web? Rich, have you been on the dark web? No. <laughs> oh, man. I <laughs> want to know about it. Yeah, Consider that Google is actually the owner of the dark web, and that's what they're using all your data for. Guys, business venture. We could do a dark web specific podcast where it's only produced mm. and pr it's only promoted on the dark web. You got to go to the dark web to find it. And it's all about the dark web. Mm. Mm -hmm. anyway, I like that idea. If you guys ever get bored of malcontents, I think we got something. You know, <laughs> that could work. That could work. But, you know, speaking of um of networks i don't think that podcast would be very good for a network that you guys have have uh, just spun up called the area code network would it i don't think dark web fits that vibe does it uh i guess i mean i don't know <laughs> I, it depends it depends we're right <laughs> we're kind of a we're kind of a dark web i mean in a sense of we're defying expectations we're not doing doing normal stuff so maybe that's dark web or probably not i'm really i'm tenuous connections there <laughs> area code is all about tenuous connections really um i i, I like mean it. in a way area code is about what you would do if you were totally free to do whatever you actually wanted to do right so what if you had no outside agendas no uh no um uh institutional like pressures or pr uh, priorities overriding the other thing um and you had the resources or the support to to create a podcast or sustain a podcast like that's what area codes fundamentally about so i could certainly see a dark web in, in fact we're working with two creators right now to make a podcast about conspiracy theories but you're gonna think i'm lying because i know we just went down that rabbit hole but we're working on one about conspiracy theories right now as we speak. Nice. So, wow. That's fantastic. Uh, also, thing. thank you for saying that you're going down the rabbit hole when talking about conspiracy theories, that you are a skilled person right there. Well, I have to recommend a, par a podcast called Rabbit Hole from the New York Times that is incredible. Like one of the best podcasts I've ever heard. If you're interested in the internet and conspiracy theories, it's a good one. Oh, is that the one about the YouTube rabbit holes? And like the yeah, algorithm. Yeah, that yes, that's that's part of it for sure. Yeah. I listened nice. to um, I think the first half of that and remember being really, really stressed out and it kept me away from YouTube, which I still kind of <laughs> avoid YouTube pretty pretty yeah. dramatically. Yep. That's good. Our kids watch it unsupervised, so I don't know what that says about me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Our, we limit them that. to YouTube kids. The, 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 so they get all the jump paper. scare videos instead? <laughs> No, they get all the they I mean I think um YouTube has done a pretty good job of curating the kids app so that I don't have to worry about it as much but yeah nice nice we are uh, putting a lot of trust in them <laughs> you 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 are putting a lot of trust in there but I'm sure your kids will tell you if uh, if something terrible happens probably uh, not on purpose but yes we find <laughs> out yeah they'd let you know but yeah, yeah it, area code man let let me tell you a little bit about area code yes sorry please. that's a hard pivot but i was really i'm really excited to talk to you about it yes code. yes we want to hear about area code so area code is what so what richard and i wanted to do was create a podcast network that was really aggressively to our own detriment at times if necessary creator centric where because you you hear so much about rights and licensing and um, intellectual property disagreements and people not being able to own and retain their shows, which makes it harder for them to make good shows and people don't feel free to, to voice themselves. And I'm like, you know, we can't change the world, but like, you know, we both work at, uh, at useful group, which is a, a digital advertising and, uh, marketing company. Um, and we're like, Hey, we have the resources to make really great podcasts. We've been making podcasts for years together. Richard and I, I think our first podcast we made together was like seven years ago. And we've, we've worked on podcasts while he was at CT. Um, he came and we were, were working on podcasts at Useful Group. And like, we could make podcasts for people that are really, that they couldn't make any other way. Like maybe they have an idea, but they need the support and the direction, or they have a platform, but they need the um, support of other creators, or they have something really going well, but they have no idea how to, how to monetize and make it so they can pay the bills and actually have time to do it. And so that's kind of where area code came from. We wanted it to be a place for creators 
um, and by focusing really on what it was by the um, by the inputs, we thought we can get some really awesome outputs out of this and make some really awesome things. So it's sort of a risk. It's sort of a a, a bold creative endeavor. But at the end of the day, we want to create a place that people can have the support they need to make what is absolutely like searing to come out of their gut that a lot of places don't want to let them do. Very cool. Very cool. So we're talking about area code on our podcast. Why are we doing that? Well, <laughs> I got a, I got a text from Aaron a couple months ago, a couple weeks ago. I don't know. Time is hard. It could have been a decade. We don't know. Um, it's been a rough, it's I, been a rough century, man. It has. And he's like, Hey, excited about area code. Um, and I don't remember who brought it up first. Might've been you, might've been me, but I'm like, Hey, I think this would be a really good fit. I think you guys should come join the network. Um, I mean, I've, I've been a long time listener, sometimes guest on malcontents. And I loved it because a lot of the, you know, so we have people of all faiths and, um, denominations and um, lack of faiths and whatever on area code, it's a really open place. But what we really, I mean, Richard and I are both Christians and, um, but also have liked doing things outside of the mold of the normal, like, you know, you can't go to like a Christian podcast network and put out a weird book podcast where you talk about whatever, you know? And so I'm like, Hey, these guys are doing what they love. They're doing what they are and who they are is they're Christian people who are talking about stuff that really doesn't have like, it's not like there's a Christian book podcast network that would let them just do their thing. And I'm like, Hey, this would be perfect. Like, come do your, come do your thing with, with us and we'll provide support and you guys will support us and you'll be a valuable part of the, the creator community and we'll be able to cross promote and people will be able to find out about your shows or listen to our other shows and other people who listen to their shows will find out about you. And it just seemed like the most natural marriage in the world. Um, so we're other, married. Yeah, we're married now. Yeah, I you you didn't see that in the fine print. This is a long time. Okay, <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> yeah, I th I think um there's there's something uh interesting that's happened a, a little bit about how our our roster has shaken out. That is, um you know half of our shows are like um non Christians doing non Christian stuff, and then half of our shows are Christians doing non Christian stuff to sort of oversimplify <laughs> it a little bit. Yeah. It's like it's like Christians just trying to be regular people. And I think I, and that partially is because of our networks. Um, we have a lot of friends who are part of Christian institutions that are great and have great missions, but also are, are, are relatively limiting in terms of what um, they'll uh, support in, in terms of creative ideas. And I just found that there are a ton of people out there um, who, who find themselves and, and, I would say this has been my experience and no offense to anything I've been a part of, but I've found myself subsumed a little bit by the places that I've worked and, and my creative ideas would somehow like uh, be, be limited by the, the mission and vision of, of organizations. And I think that's fine, obviously. And in, in the context of an eight hour day, in fact, that's ideal in the context of an eight hour day. But I think that, that that people are so so much more complicated and like three dimensional than that. And in fact, I think, and I know Nick, Nick would disagree would agree with this. I think um, people are. Um, I think people's true purpose in life goes well outside of what they're doing in that eight hour day window. And so um, we really wanted to like make it as easy uh, and. Uh, and rewarding as possible for people to be able to do that thing, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, um, you know, Aaron and I and, and Scarlett will have conversations about like certain people to have on the podcast for topics to go into. And it's not as though we don't want to go a complete faith route. I mean, we work in areas and, and Aaron and Scarlett specifically write in that particular genre, which is awesome. It's just a lot of those things already exist. So we've always kind of said, okay, what, what does this add? Yes. It's something we really enjoy on a personal level. So it certainly has to start there, but it's also, we, you know, we, this is from a Christian worldview. It's not as though we're just saying, Hey, go, go read the glorious book just because no, if it's written well, and you can take that type of 
genre, then awesome. Great. I think that thing that fits, that's worth lifting up is good literature in that sense. And because the reality is, you know, our mission has always been to encourage people to read widely. I think any organization I've been in, and even within publishing houses, not everyone is a reader. Trust me. They may work around books, but they're not readers. They're not out there trying to seek to become like amazing readers and in all types of genres. Um, They may love the ministry aspect. Nothing wrong with that. Uh, They may... Just be doing it for the money. I mean, whatever. But that—that—that's. I'm not judging any of that. But I and I, and Aaron and Scarlett, we fit in this category. Like we just love talking about books, all sorts of books. Doesn't mean we love every genre. But I'm just fascinated with how everyone's craft works. And if there's an audience around it, why is that? I mean, Aaron's into comic books. I'm not. <laughs> I think it's fascinating though about how people get into them and how comic books have affected all of culture. Okay, so it starts with an idea of someone writing down something or sketching out an idea. All right, that's fascinating to me. I like that's that's when it becomes really special. And so, hey, we've even tackled romantic fiction just for the sake of mm-hmm. it's another one of the genres. And two yeah. out of the three of the podcast hosts at that time read the book so <laughs> that we talked about. But it was really um, entertaining. Yes. <laughs> Nicholas Sparks, you're still welcome on the podcast. Absolutely. I mean, we, we, we're going to be brutal. I mean, we'd love we his love royalty you. statements. We'd yeah. love... Uh... Yeah, we'll take <laughs> Guys, part of that. I, uh, I went through a Nicholas Sparks phase in like eighth grade. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> oh, yeah, hold man. on. So it's confession time. Okay, yeah, go. I, like it. I wasn't I like confessing. It. I'm not, that's not a secret. I feel like eighth grade is a good time to go through a Nicholas Sparks phase. Yeah, your hormones are flaring. Well, like, yeah, if you're trying to impress girls, I mean... That yeah. was around the time I was in my left behind phase. I, I think. Oh, that sounds about right. Yeah, that doesn't impress girls. No, but, no. but I don't think it, I don't think it impressed any girls. I didn't get no. any girls off reading Nicholas no. Sparks. I just was like, what's this guy about? And I was like, because yeah. there was like, a notebook came out, and I was like, oh okay. And so I read some of his books. I'm like, oh, these are kind of sweet. Nice. I mean, there's some stuff they're, I didn't fully yeah. understand. But going back yeah. in hindsight, but anyway. and they're poorly written, and you know. Yeah, sure. It was eighth grade. I also read a lot of Grisham, Grisham in eighth grade, so I was like, you know, whatever. I was just, I was binge eating. Again, John Grisham, you're welcome <laughs> on the show. We know you're listening. <laughs> you are welcome on the show. Yeah, Nick John's people. They're all around. John's people. We love you. Yes. <laughs> um, uh, speaking of quick uh, uh, Grisham update, he has. He has written another book to try and bring Jake Brigance back from A Time to Kill. So he's trying, he's realizing I need to go back to the glory days. I need the cash to be flowing again. So therefore bring back another another role for Matthew McConaughey to come back in. So there you go. I wonder if Boom. Matthew McConaughey needs the money. Is that really why? No, I think he's got his he's got his Lincoln commercial in his book. He's mm. fine. He yeah, he's fine. Um, yeah, I mean he dude, he's Bathing in cash, he's naked playing the bongo in uh, Austin, going to UT games. He's doing fine. So, Aaron, do not edit that out. That is accurate information. That's well documented. Okay, I'm just telling you. All right. Why would I? Why would I remove that? I don't know what's wrong with you. I don't know. All right. All right. I don't know what we're doing. We started with a podcast network, and this is where it's gone. Okay, I see where. <laughs> yeah, it is. all right. That's what we're hoping. We don't have to say that in eight months. Yeah, we don't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and look at where we are now. What well, it depends happening? on how dark this show goes. Yeah. How far down the dark web route we go. <laughs> yeah, our our tangents are our version of the dark web, right there. It's kind of like, yeah, we have to. Oh yeah, we're a book spot podcast we should probably steer this thing back so yeah yeah there you go oh well yeah, yeah. so so yeah so we are we are going corporate dave yeah i need to do we wear like with erica do we have to wear like button-up shirts and yes. uh jackets yes no but there are we will be doing branding oh good okay like like not like not like logo branding but like literally branding you with a hot iron oh fantastic <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah on your you can do neck or hand neck or uh-huh. hand okay i didn't know if it was like a derriere thing or something no, like I want that people to no see no i want people to see it yeah that's not good branding if it's somewhere where they can't see it that's <laughs> okay brand literal literal branding like cow branding okay right. 
Good to know. It's nice to know how we're treated. I did not read that in the fine print of what we signed, by the way. They but, signed okay. that. Out. They added that after. Yeah. Okay. Like, but Dave, was... it's really just for you, and that was my uh, that was my request. It's good. So. Is the logo like a cat reading a book, flying in the air, or something like that? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you've seen it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Cool. Good. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Hey, hey, speaking check of out, check out the cat uh, at areacodenetwork.com. I like it. That's, By the way, like, yeah, that's a great email. Cat yeah. at areacode.com. Yeah, yes, yes. That's good. That's good. We have new emails, everything. So I like it. <laughs> Um, by the way, it's been a tremendous week for cats being part of memes. Uh, oh, man. The, it, I mean, the cats have like stormed the nation or the world with their awesomeness. So I'm not even going to go into all of them. You, you've seen them. You know them. I'm just telling you, man, people love them. I mean, it's a great week for Eminem, too. So uh... <laughs> good grief. Uh, uh, what anyway. meme pages are you guys following dude i am seeing way different memes than you guys <laughs> wow this, this is a paul jones thing paul jones yeah, rapping yeah. and they put the eminem oh song God. over it and then there's a cat for some reason oh she yeah she <laughs> wasn't rapping bobbing. she wasn't rapping she was praying she, she, oh she I was don't... rapping aaron that's she true. was rapping that's she true. was praying to a rhythm mm. she had flow to her it was um <laughs> well you know how, how they roll in the charismatic circles hey yeah i There's mean flow hustle does well. every time a meme is played does that count as a prayer is it like more prayer oh, yeah, so i'm so. saying was Ooh. does does going viral like help her yeah i think so yeah i think it, it amplifies the signal i think yeah but it's not working out the way that she expected so oh. i mean it doesn't matter if it's amplifying the sig signal those mm. words are being put out there and clearly working for something and our entertainment our entertainment if nothing else so yeah, yeah. nice nice this yes is so where are we even going with that i don't even know where no. to go with this now no we're just we're, we're doing exactly <laughs> what we usually do and that's part of the joy of this so no it's uh it's it's nick and richard so i want to go back at richard i want to hit you up on on books here but i want to go back to nick all right oh, yeah. so nick Nick, what other? Well, I got uh, so excited, and then just like, but anyway, Nick. Yeah, fine. Oh, don't don't worry. Don't worry, Rich. We'll get back to you. Don't Bitch. worry. No, 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 no. I have oh, to make God. fun of Nick again, I real can quick. Feel it now and, this is going to be an ongoing jo joke throughout the episode. I, I, I like to this. Come to me and then swerve over right. to Nick. I think <laughs> thing is, you look so official over there, and that I, I just, I'm intimidated. Okay, officially that's really what? Oh, Richard? I, I, yeah, Richard? Yeah, Richard. Richard looks very I look official. I'm wearing a, a red t-shirt. Well, I, I got the mic and I'm wearing a red t-shirt and that's it. Yeah. I don't know. It's, that's it's, true. It's, I'm the most professionally dressed, but Richie, you're the second most professional on this, on this show right now. Maybe I should put on a baseball cap and I'll be tied for last. <laughs> no, I think um, I think a cardigan and a toque are, uh, are the, the way to go there. Oh, I like that. Yes. Cardigan and a toque. Two ridiculously named apparel apparel options. I don't know what a toque is. It's a hat. It's, what, it's, a, it's, it's what's your on snow your head hat right now. This is a toque? It's it an toque. absurd name for a beanie. That was a beanie. It's a Canadian <laughs> name for a beanie. Thank you. Oh, so it's wrong. Okay, got no, it. Yes, that's certainly true. But, <laughs> um, but, you know, I come from a country where you actually need one. So That's true. That's true. And That's I still don't true. wear it. Mm. All right. All right. So I did have a legitimate question. All right. So Nick, now that we are in the the season of thanks, what what else do we call it, Aaron? Thanksgiving. Uh, Thanksgiving. Well, Thanksgiving. No, I thought we gave it another. I don't know. Whatever. It's no. the season. It's Thanksgiving. Thanks. Season of thanks. Which Wendell Berry book goes nicely for this time of year? I have a question. What? What? Rich? Who's Wendell Berry? <laughs> Ooh, uh, that's a deep he's question. A writer, he wrote some books. He was, uh, yeah, was he? He was friends with like Tony Hawk. I don't know. I don't know. He's okay. a guy. We don't know. Um, Interesting. No, I think, I think right now, and I th maybe it's personal, like, but this is a good time for Wendell Berry's collected poems. Now is a good. It's a good poetry season. Okay, which you you gave me as a gift at one point, and I have, and so mm -hmm. I was wondering. I was wondering if you would say that because I th I'm feeling more of that now. All right, mm -hmm. I, had I had a nice hike 
this morning. I'm feeling good, but I felt like I needed to read some poems in the woods. Yes. A little, that also seems weird too. I don't know why, but Reading you know poems what? in the woods? I don't know. It seems, it seems like 19th century things to do. They had some stuff going on in the 19th century. I mean, they had a lot of cholera, but like besides the cholera, like they had a lot of, I feel like the poetry was really rocking in the 1800s, man. Hmm. Okay. All right. You heard it. All right, Rich. <laughs> My favorite transitions are just like, oh, okay. Okay. Uh, okay, Rich. All right. We talked about that. All right. Got it's that great. out of the way. We had our I mean, obligatory Wendell Berry. No fanboy thing rich uh, what what do you read all right we're just gonna start it what do you read what so which, which what's your jam i'm mostly fiction these days mm-hmm. um i uh i read a lot of ebook fiction late at night and and i've been plowing through them like i uh i i haven't been able to catalog on goodreads which is driving me nuts because i'm committed to like writing a short review every time i put it in but um a lot of modern fiction is my jam these days so, oh, nice. so get like, tell me uh, any particular titles. So probably the most interesting one to talk about on here is Make Russia Great Again, which is a, uh, which is kind of a satirical take on the Trump presidency, which like, why would you do that to yourself? Um, but I don't know. I found it an interesting, like ambitious exercise. And that's the stuff I think I'm most attracted to is like an ambitious idea, high concept, fictional exercise. So Yes, that was it was fine. Like, you know, that's one of those you're just not going to accomplish and it'd be fun to read, really. Um, It's it sort of ended up sounding less disastrous than what we ended up with in the end. Um, Like not. Oh, sorry. Not to get political, but uh, it sort of poses the question, how bad could this possibly go? And then it answers it with a the answer is like not. 200,000 people dying of a pandemic you know it's not that it's not nearly that bad um but at least we didn't also get what was happening in this book which is a lot of like uh russia really messing with us big time because just because anyway so that's good and then i'm reading weather right now what but consider consider (laughs) anyway I, i have a question can, can yes. MAGA can MAGA be the official new YOLO when you like do something dumb that you shouldn't do, but you're like MAGA, I'm just gonna go do it anyway. I think yes. regardless of politics or affiliation, I think we should we should reclaim MAGA as like the imprudent action that you're not gonna second think and is gonna have bad implications later. I mean, but it could it, definitely the be idea. the new new yeah. thanks Obama for sure. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I could see that you you just kind of neutralize it and then lift it up again as uh as something we all can use safely. There you go. Um, I don't know. Right, what, Rich, what was the other one? It was weather or something you were saying? Oh yes, weather. So I just started reading weather, which is has anyone have ever heard of a book called Ducks Newburyport? No. No. So that's a book I'll be reading my entire life. I bought it on Kindle um a while back. It's like a thousand page book that's all one sentence like the sentence never ends except for these little interstitials that are for some reason about a tiger a tiger mom or something like a literal tiger mom but then the rest are just like inside the head of a midwestern um mom um and she's just like being anxious about everything in and outside of her life and it's a pretty incredible read i would highly recommend if you're into something weird like that, like check it out. It's very good. It's won a lot of rewards awards. So it's not just good because it's interesting, but it's like actually has an art to it and stuff. Um, somehow my wife, Jennifer, like read it and finished it. I'm about wow. 18 Whoa. of the way, 18% of the way through it. Um, <laughs> but weather is kind of like that, but like for human, human people who couldn't, would like to finish a book. <laughs> Um, which is to say it's like a lot of disjointed like um, paragraphs about things that sort of add up to uh, one big narrative that sort of like simulates what it's like to live in this world we live in right now where you're doing one thing and then your brain has to snap into Twitter and then 
you're having a weird conspiracy laden conversation with the gas station worker and then like it's all of that kind of like disjointed stuff that really adds up to a very singular feeling of unease like personal <laughs> unease that so is it's kind a, of shared by everyone so what you're saying is is the book version of this podcast uh among other things yes <laughs> I, yeah nice. it's the book it's the book version of this podcast and like the, when I look over this way and I see the New York Times election <laughs> results, and then I'm going to have to have a conversation like with a relative about like conspiracies. It's all yeah. of that. I love, nice. You know what? Great conversation for Thanksgiving. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Totally, totally um, natural and normal and healthy conversation to have at uh, Thanksgiving dinner. We, I mean, look, if we're not talking about it in person, we're just yelling at each other on Twitter and Facebook. Boom. I love it. Those are your options. So so you could also you could also hop on Instagram. The memes are good on Insta. I like to do a sexy pose and then and then say (laughs) something political. I don't know. On Insta? Oh yeah. I mean you can go political. I'm lying. That's a joke, but but it feels like it would work. I figured it was a joke. I I haven't seen a lot of sexy pose Insta. That's like the John Merritt approach, I feel like. He likes to do a lot of sexy poses and then say something like an argument about something. Mm. (laughs) It's like I was going to say, like the Jordan Peterson. Like it'll just be a picture of him and then like a really long thing. You're like, oh, okay, all right, go off, JB. Yep. (laughs) Yes, as long as he's doing like that, 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 the, the whoops kind of hand gesture. (laughs) I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm there for that. It'll be, it'll be entertaining. (sighs) Put duct tape over your face and. And then Ooh. just say you're being censored and then say what you really want to say. Yeah, that's a whole Ooh. vibe. Um, you know, it's uh, Richard there, uh, you know, with the, the first book you mentioned, what was it called again? Uh, uh, Make Russia Great Again. Is Make Russia Great. Yeah, 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 yeah. So there's, it's been funny because I, um, a buddy of mine, I mean, self-published a book called Sell Montana. And there's, I'm noticing there's a theme here. It's like, what are the worst things that can happen to America right now? Mm-hmm. And that, that one mm-hmm. is all based on we're so in debt, we have to sell off property. And so they go this debate on what to sell off and ends up becoming Montana. I don't know. I haven't read it yet, but it's, it's amusing. But, you know, we are in trillions of dollars of debt. So, you know, anything's possible, I suppose. But uh, and then what Let's else just, did we wait? Did we buy the president's debt? <laughs> we took it I all. just did that uh, i probably you, shouldn't you know, it's, have it's, it's like it's like kramer and seinfeld you just write it off <laughs> where does it's it go fair. it's just written off that's what am i allowed do. to declare bankruptcy like that can i just declare it and then it's true yeah man just like just like change your name go off the grid go go dark it's fine there are places you can still do that nice okay but, Honduras, I bet, would be a good place to go if you wanted to do that. Another, it would have to be somewhere, you know, without right. extradition, right? But without police. <laughs> are, there, are there police in Honduras? There probably are. I don't know much about Honduras. I mean, without our police, I guess they yeah. probably call them something else there, so they don't. It doesn't count. <laughs> yeah, no, they're, they're not coming after you for just going off the grid. Uh, I mean, so. I love Honduras. It's a great country. I uh, I've spent a lot, I I have spent much time there. Have you really? I have. I've been there. A oh, I really. Times. I was just like pulling country names. No, out. I mean I oh. legit. I love Honduras. It is like yeah. great people. Great like, yeah. I mean it is not it is not good and healthy from a like economic standpoint, governmental standpoint, all those kind of things. I mean, there's a reason why it's on. You know the you know you know on like the list of countries with people living with in extreme poverty but sure. um but i mean the people that i know there are are fantastic huh. that's amazing mm-hmm. so just totally threw it out there and you had some connection to it i love there that you go. yeah um speaking of things that you now have connection to let's talk about area code for a second yes man I... that's a good transition <laughs> i got i got a good reaction out of dave on that one um <laughs> But I am really excited about you guys going being on there because I think it really is going to round out a lot of our artistic roster. So we've got uh, a sports show, mm-hmm. Feel for the Game, hosted by Noah, Kirby, Noah Kirby and Nick Thompson. That is absolutely 
lovely. They are really great podcasts. It's like, it's like if you got like Bill Simmons a little tipsy and got him to talk about his feelings. It's really mm. good. Um, and we've got my podcast. So I have a podcast oh. called Burn After Listening. Meditations into the soul of a single song. So the the pod, my podcast, I'm totally just going to plug it here right now. So you can edit this Dude, out. Please do. Um, no, but, no, no, it's fine. I'm just looking forward to the the email I'm going to get from Carol Pipes later. So. <laughs> I'm not stoned while recording. Just just to just just to clarify. Um, but um, I'm, ki- I'm kidding. Um, but uh, no, it's a it's a very short. Each one's between two and seven minutes long and every episode is about a single song and so the songs there there's no real true rhyme or reason to the songs other than um they all kind of share like a heavy soul like they all have a Mm. lot going on in them they they explore really unique themes but it's not like all like so there's some like you know i gotta do one on a charles mingus song i do like some old blues but i also do a post Malone song. I do Miley Cyrus's "Party in the USA," which is one of the, the greatest songs of the 21st century, by the way. And I will absolutely die on that hill. Um, Interesting, brilliant song, absolutely genius song. Um, but what it is is essentially it's taking. It's not criticism. It's not music crit. It's it's not saying this is a good song or oh, when the this the drums did this, it made you feel this. It's it's really taking that thing, that vibration that that the artist is trying to communicate in a song and trying to bring it out in a podcast form and trying to go deeper into it. So it's a little bit experimental, but I think if, uh, if you give yourself to it, it can be really rewarding. It has been for me at least recording it. And, and so you guys coming in and talking about books and, and being, being Dave and Aaron and Charlotte, like it's Scarlet, Charlotte. Um, (laughs) See, I'm not the only one and I'm, yeah. It's just, it's like, I know, like I can see spelled out Scarlet, but I say so mad. Yeah, I know. Yeah, the listeners know I've I've done that like ten times, so you're not alone. And it's yeah, and I'm the worst. Now you're the worst. No, so I'm the worst. There you I'll go. be the worst until yeah. you do it again. But um, but I think that's really great because I I think there's something about sports and books and mm-hmm. movies that yeah. um, you know, we 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 chalk them up as entertainment, but I think there's so much more, more than entertainment. It's really about how we process the world, how we cathart our emotions, how we um process the world around us and so i think it'll be fun just to have that sort of interconnected dialogue between those three shows i think that'll be really cool yeah yeah that's gonna be a lot of fun we're looking forward to joining up with you guys um you know we've got uh we we still have to work out a few details in terms of like when we're when our show transitions over to the network but uh Mm. we'll get there we'll get coming it is coming so it'll, but it'll be great. Um, I'm looking forward. I think one of the things I'm looking forward to is, um, you know, the rigorous amount of creative control you guys are going to exert over this show. Yeah. Um, We're going to make so many changes like, um, like, uh, yeah, like <laughs> we're going to put like billboards over your cover art. Yeah. It's going to be sweet. Yes. Yeah. It's going to be a lot of ads. Like every like four minutes, it's going to be like a, like, we got some good corporate sponsorships. We're doing our, perfect. Our we got, listeners. We got Enron. We got Saudi Arab Corp. We got like East India Trading Company. We got, we got the roster, man. East Gatorade presents. Yes. <laughs> While you're. We got Raython. It's great. Uh, <laughs> exactly. We'll be rolling in tens of dollars, guys. Yeah, oh my God. Yeah, we'll keep. Yeah, it's a 99-2 split. So you guys will get a little something. Yeah. Mm. Mm, perfect. I want everyone listening to know that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to get that's important to me that people know it's a it's a it's a lot more equitable than it is. It is split. very equitable. And, yeah, DM uh, us and we'll literally send you our normal contract. We don't even care. We'll show you. We yep. let you keep all ownership. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's really cool. It is a unique. It is definitely a unique partnership, uh, in terms of all the other things that I've I've seen out there. Uh, we're we're psyched about about uh, teaming up with you guys. It's gonna be cool. Um, and it gave me an excuse to to redo our cover art. So that's coming soon too. Nice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah. I have to do a version even more different than the one that I've shown already shown uh dave and scarlet and nick so so it's so there's a new one coming <laughs> man you know so there we go that's just that's just my little tease 
But you know, uh, guys, I have an optometrist appointment in about <laughs> twenty. <laughs> What a note to end on. I know. What a, what a, what, and in conclusion, I have an optometrist appointment. That's we're, right. We're, we're, so, a little me, we're a little meta on this show. So what are you guys reading? Go. That was the question that I was going to get to. All right. No, no, hold, no, 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 no. Not you. Not you. Oh, we're going to oh. Rich. We're going to Rich. Oh, we're going to Rich. Now. We're going to Rich. Well, I mean, he kind of shared, but what else you got? Uh, yeah, I did share. I'm in the middle of reading the weather, weather. I'm nonfiction. I'm reading two books right now. Um, creativity Inc again. And, uh, because I'm building something creative and also, uh, hurting tigers, uh, mm. which everyone mm. seems to love. Um, yeah. I still don't know what that guy did. The guy who wrote it. I'm a little skeptical. Cause like, like he just wrote about being about being creative his entire life, but I haven't seen him do anything creative. So, I'm well, like, I mean, isn't that the greatest act of creativity at all of all no, right about it's creativity? Not. Yeah. It's not. I mean, so it's like he, leadership guys who write about leadership, argue, but don't know how to could, do anything. It's, yeah, you it's, could argue it's the lowest form of creativity. I know he's like the Paris Hilton of being famous, right? So you know wow. he's just doing his version of okay. it. So uh, now I feel like go. we're being a little harsh, but yeah. I'm also I just finished reading Interior Chinatown, which I'd recommend. Cool, um, it's really good. Fantastic. Also satirical, also sad, <laughs> deeply sad satirical book. Nice. All right, all right, Nick, you can, can go. go now. You can, can go, go now. You may go now. Talk? Okay, yes. thanks. You guys gonna let me? All right. No. So I am reading right now. I am reading uh, Rebecca by uh, Daphne Demure um, from the '30s. Really great, great recommendation. Shout out Treasure. Um, that's been kind of my main read the last like week, maybe. Um, I'm also kind of slowly working through um, a great book called Lipstick Traces by Grail Marcus. Is uh, from the, I think it was written in the early 2000s, maybe earlier, but it's about um, punk rock in the 70s and it's sort of uh parallels with the dadaist movement and different uh millennial cults from the last 500 years and this sort of spirit of of novelty and intensity and culture and music in the world it's it's real it's a trip man um which also led me down the rabbit hole of um uh norman Cohn's uh the pursuit of the millennium which is about different um basically like cults over the last 500 years um and uh i just am wrapping up um william james's varieties of religious experience which is an awesome like sort of step back sort of freudian psychological like but very um sympathetic look at religious experience um and so it really just uses different language to describe um spirituality and it, it's really cool and uh and a really um enjoyable uh not very it's scholarly but in from the like early 1900s but it's a, it's a really easy fun read so um those have been kind of my main things right now i've got sitting on my bedside i'm ready to start the haunting a hill house after i get done with rebecca yeah. so i've just nice. been wanting to read shirley jackson for a while so um i'll let you know how that is see if that like cracks my brain a little bit cool man cool. dave what about you well, uh, I had to look up the author name again on this one, but I just started A Long Way Home. Uh, if you remember the movie uh, with Dev Patel and – is that how you say Is it Dave or Dev? Well, whatever. Dave, Dave Dev Patel. Dev. Uh, Dev Patel. Yeah, and uh, Nicole Kidman. I never saw the movie, but I, I was fascinated with the story. You know, it's a boy in India who gets separated from his family by literally falling asleep on a train and uh, – he gets adopted by a lady in Australia. So it's kind of his quest to find home. So it's uh, interesting. I'm only about a third of it way through. So, but good so far. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. Well, I've got, uh, I've got a couple on, uh, on the roster. One is the ruthless elimination of hurry, uh, by, uh, John Mark Comer. Is that how, mm -hmm. is that his name? Yep. Um, yep. Yep. So that is a, uh, one that I was encouraged to read, Recently, uh, my my team is actually reading through it at at, uh, at the work job, which is which is cool. So, um, another one that uh, which is the kind of book that I don't often read these days, but I'm going to um, also for work is called "Privilege the Text: A uh, Theological Hermeneutic of Preaching." So, hmm. um, so it's it's going down a down a work related rabbit trail, um, which is 
helpful since, you know, I'm, you know, at the time we're recording this, I'm on day five in my new gig. So, uh, so there we go. <laughs> um, and then of course, continuing to read good, good fun things. Um, you know, like more, more Craig Johnson where I can. Yes. So the, uh, John Mark Comer book, I have that up next. So I'll, I'll have to catch up to you on that one. Yeah. Nice. I can't, I guess we talked about it in a previous podcast <laughs> why we probably were, downloading it or whatever at the time but yeah it looks good yep cool cool mm -hmm. all right guys well this has been it, fun yeah a special thanks to rich i really want to call him out because i feel like he was a little uncomfortable and we need to make sure he feels welcome and called upon here <laughs> <laughs> i'm uncomfortable most places that i go so i want to i want to give a special thanks to to, to me um, yes. because I, I didn't know this was a podcast recording. I thought this was a meeting <laughs> we were just chatting about malcontents. Um, so special thanks to me for doing good. You did yes. well. Yes. yes. Um, although I, I think you need to work on reading the meeting requests. Yeah, no, so. I do. That, you're not wrong. <laughs> I've, been, I've been spoiled by having an executive assistant. That's true. That's true. On this show, I'm my own executive assistant and uh, producer and scheduler mm -hmm. and editor and everything else. So he's the um, best, you know, he's, so he's it's fun. Best Hi. executive assistant I've ever seen. Thank you. <laughs> Killing it, Aaron. Thank you. I do a great job for me, you although I'm a little job. worried about my performance review. I don't know if my boss thinks the same. So uh, <laughs> All right, guys, this is a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to seeing um, how all of this, this, how Area Code and Malcontents have some fun together over the next, uh, next, however long we get to do this. So, uh, wow. so, yeah. So, guys, thanks for hanging out today. Nick, thanks for, for getting on this meeting. This was good. You're welcome. <laughs> Dave, You're welcome. pleasure as always. Always, always. <laughs> <laughs> all right. And uh, everybody, you know what to do. Five-star ratings, reviews all around. A split one especially for Rich. He deserves just, it. Just for Rich. Just for that means what is going to one of my podcasts and leaving a review, right? I mean, leave, no, That's leave right. it on ours. Leave it on ours specifically. But that doesn't help me at all. Well, it might make you feel good if you read it. Uh, okay. All right. Okay. Bye, guys. Bye. Love you all. This is an Area Code podcast.